listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. We have a very special guest today, David Rubenstein. In one line, give me your name, your title, and what you've been up to lately. I'm David Rubenstein, and I am the co-founder and co-chairman of the Carlisle Group, which is a private equity firm based in Washington, D.C., the global firm. And I have written a new book called How to Invest, about how I recommend people look at the investment world. And I base this on my conversations with the leading investors in the United States. Wonderful. It's an excellent book, everyone. Please read it and please pick it up. It's actually very excellent. David, tell me what inspired you to write this book. I am now 35 years into the investment world and I wasn't trained as an investor. I'm trained as a lawyer But having spent so much time in the investment world, I have seen people make mistakes and do things that are probably not right. I thought if I could interview the best investors in the United States about how they achieved what they did, distill some lessons from them, and then put it in terms that would apply to the average investor that it might be a good public service. Now, I recognize that you're not going to read a book on investing and all of a sudden become Warren Buffett. (laughs) But my idea was that I could take some of the lessons that some of these people have learned and maybe apply them to the average person who's an investor or would like to be an investor. And the book is really written for three people, three types of people. One, students or younger people who might want to consider a career in investing. Two, the average person who has money to invest but wants to pick stocks and bonds and other things himself or herself. Okay. Or three, the average person who recognizes that picking stocks or bonds himself or herself is not easy, and they would like to pick a fund manager to have somebody manage their money through a fund. And so I provided insights, I hope, that would be useful to people in all of these categories. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. So tell me a little bit about your journey into the, it's been a minute, but everyone likes to hear like how people got into investing. How did you get into the private equity area? All right. I grew up in Baltimore. I'm the only child of blue-collar parents who did not go to college or graduate from high school. I went to college at Duke University, and I did my law school degree at University of Chicago. I have subsequently served as the chairman of the board of trustees of Duke University and now the University of Chicago. I've tried to give back to those universities by a variety of services and other contributions. I worked in law in New York, practice law, and then I went to work on Capitol Hill, Then I later worked in the White House for President Carter. I was the deputy domestic policy advisor to President Carter when I was 27 years old. Uh, I wasn't really that qualified for the job, but I had worked in his campaign and he got elected. So I got the job and I had an office in the West Wing and 
spending time advising him. We lost the election in 1980 to Ronald Reagan, so I had to yes. go back and practice law. I wasn't that good a lawyer, and I didn't enjoy it, and that's not a good combination. So <laughs> 1987, before you were born, I started Carlisle. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I started Carlisle in 1987 with no money and with the idea of building the first private equity firm in Washington. Okay. Today, the, the firm is based here still, but we have 20-some offices around the world, and we manage about $375 billion now. So wow. from no money to $375 billion, it's been a reasonably good uh, journey. And I got into it by not liking the practice of law and by recruiting people who actually were really good. And so they really made the investment. That's wonderful. What are you, outside of your book, clearly, what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? I have a number of programs where I interview authors about their books. So I have a couple programs on television. I have one on PBS where I interview people about American history books. That's done through the New York Historical Society. And then I have a program where I interview historians in front of members of Congress only, a special dinner that I host for members of Congress once a month, where I try to educate members of Congress about American history. And so I interview authors about that. And then I have a number of TV shows where I interview people not only about history, but their lives and sometimes their books. So I am always reading a lot of books so I can be ready for the interviews. That's awesome. I'm sure you covered this in the book, but this is the famous bonus question that I ask everyone. In two years when we're talking, how do you see private equity, venture capital, investing having changed or evolved? You mean, how do I see it in two years or how do I yes. see it now? Two years. In two years. Oh, okay. We, we have it now. You've written your book and now two years. Right. How do you see it in a couple of years from now? Well, of course, I'm predicting too far in the future is always difficult, yes. but also it's also easy because people probably won't remember what you say is going to happen in two or three or four years from now. They'll forget. Uh, but this is a recording, not, so they'll, right. they'll they may they not forget. Back. <laughs> but I would say, look, the United States is obviously near a recession. We're not mm -hmm. in a recession now. We may not go into one, but historically, when you increase interest rates at the pace that we're doing, you generally produce a recession. We'll avoid it, but you generally produce it. Europe is pretty much in a recession now because they have much higher energy prices than we yes. do because they don't they can't produce their own energy as much as we can. I would say two years from to now, we will probably have been through a recession and probably mm -hmm. will be growing strongly again. U.S. is still a pretty vibrant economy. I suspect inflation will probably be averaging two years from now something closer to three or four percent, not six or eight percent. That'd growth rate will probably be closer to 3%, not what it is this year, 1%. And I think, therefore, venture capital and private equity will probably be in pretty good shape by then. Have you seen, this is an extra question, have you seen adjustments in valuations? And how do you see the market right now in yes. venture and kind of private markets? The theory should be that the private markets should be adjusted somewhat commensurately with what the public markets are down. Public markets are probably down 20 plus percent, 25 percent from their peak. And therefore, you would say that the private market valuation should be down somewhat comparable to that. But they really haven't been adjusted that much. Venture capital valuations are down, but not so much so that everything is very cheap. Private equity valuations have not adjusted all that much relative to what you would have expected. And the valuations for existing companies that are owned by venture capital firms and private equity firms have come down, but probably not as much as the public markets have come down. That's interesting. How do people 
find your book? It's on Amazon. It's a New York Times bestseller right now. It's on the Wall Street Journal. It's a bestseller list on the Wall Street Journal list. They can buy it at any bookstore or Amazon. It's my fourth book, but my first book on investing. Wow. So what were the other three books? I wrote a book on history called The American Story. It was about the interviews I did about American history in front of members of Congress. The second book was a book on leadership from the people I interviewed from Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Oprah Winfrey, Coach K, Bill Clinton, George Bush. I interviewed them over a course of couple years. And Mm -hmm. I put together the lessons in leadership. And that was the second book. It's called How to Lead. And the third book was called The American Experiment about American history and how we've tried to evolve from the founding fathers to today, the the rights that people think they should have in this country and they should have, and how that struggle has taken place. Wonderful. Thank you so much, David. All All right. Rubenstein for being my guest on the Female VC Live podcast. Go get his book, How to invest. Thank you very much. much. My pleasure. My pleasure as well. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin trailin.com to find out more. Find us on Apple, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.